Monday Night Live in Lexington, you guys. My name is Catherine Kaufman, and I'm a psychic medium here in Lexington, Kentucky. Welcome to my Every Monday Night Show. This is where we discover what and who we are in this journey called life. And so, since it's a Monday night, we got to start off with what's for dinner, David? What's for dinner, indeed. An old school favorite and a favorite of the old time metal TV trades. Salisbury can you steak. can you guess Salisbury steak? Salisbury day. steak That's from Salisbury scratch. From scratch, of course, uh, with peas and carrots and delicious mashed potatoes. Oh my God! I'm gonna be living like a queen this evening. I did do it a little bougie and deglazed with some red wine and maybe a dash <laughs> of cognac. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so these are Have upscale. These these are upscale. Salisbury steaks. Why, yes, of course. See you in a little bit. See you in a little bit. Keep them warm for me. Hey, the Travel Girl over here on Instagram and Melissa Bagley over here on Facebook. Good to see you guys. Let's do some shout outs to our sponsors for this evening before we get into our content. And the first one is Feedspot. Feedspot is a platform where you can kind of fashion what you want to search. Let's say you want and you like paranormal topics. Well, you can fashion your search through Feedspot for all of the paranormal shows, all of the alien UFO shows, uh, and you get like a feed of all the shows that are coming on day to day to day. It keeps you up to date. It keeps you informed. You get all your favorite shows. We're, uh, I think, in the top 10 right now on Feedspot for Paranormal Podcasts. So give them a try. Uh, it's like a nominal amount, like $5 a month will get you all the feeds so that you can see everything uh, and go and discover all the different shows on Feedspot. And there are a lot. Like you could uh, do two different topics on there and follow two different feeds. Let's say you're, you're interested in paranormal stuff, but you're also interested in gardening. You could follow two different feeds on Feedspot. And I really love the service. And I really appreciate them featuring our show. The other... Um, Sponsor of the show is Fresh Cat Mushrooms. Now, these are um, mushrooms that I've taken for about six or seven years now. And yes, I've had health problems. I'm not saying that mushrooms are, 
you know, the do all and getting rid of your health problems. But if you guys have noticed over the years, the health problems that I've had, I've always come out of like, and I, and I come out of it easier. And I think, I really feel that, that the fresh cat mushrooms are what gets me out of it quicker and faster. And if you use the code Catherine 10, K-A-T-H-R-Y-N 10, you're going to get 10% off your order. So, and, and then here's another thing. You know, a few years ago, mushroom coffee uh, got to be really big. And it's still big right now because the mushroom extracts really give you a boost throughout the day. They give you a lift. And so um, I was looking into the packets, the prepackaged packets that you put in your coffee midday. And they were so expensive. And I did some research and I actually found Fresh Cap. And even though their extracts are ultra pure and ultra filtered, um, they are about half of what the other brands are that are really touting online. And they've got a lot of marketing behind them. But let me tell you, Fresh Cap, you're going to get better quality stuff at a fraction of the price. And so that's why I started taking Fresh Cap, uh, you know, six or seven years ago is because their stuff is so ultra pure and it's at a good price. Hey, to Yasmin Jadun, good to see you tonight. Now, tonight's uh, topic is interesting. And part of why I decided to... Um, present this topic is, you know, a lot of people unknowingly can bring an item home that can really cause a lot of problems. Hey to Jessica, good to see you tonight. I'm hoping that the chat is working. Let me just check my phone really, really quick. I'm not quite trusting it yet. I'm trying to with this, you know, I'm always trying to get a service that will work well. <laughs> but, um, you know, okay, so it looks like it is working okay. I just want to make sure that all the feeds coming through and both uh, platforms, um, because this is showing two platforms. I am supposed to be streaming on Twitch as well. And uh, it looks like it's on there. Okay. I'm just gotta, I just gotta double check everything, you know, make sure you get what you pay for. Hey to KYGS Ryder. Good to see you tonight on Instagram. And hi to Ina Thompson. Good to see you too. So, yeah, taking home a possessed item. Now, how is this different than a haunted item? Well, it is a haunted item, but we're going a step further in that the particular item acts as a portal for an evil entity. Hey to Angela Shields. Good to see you, my beautiful neighbor here on Facebook. Um, haunted items can act as portals. That is true, but possessed items really uh, are a different layer. They're an extra layer 
that allows an entity to cause havoc. And we're going to discuss, you know, why that is and how that happens later on in the episode. So let's start where we need to start. If you have or possessed items are specifically imprinted with an evil or uh, an evil influence or they are a cursed item. Okay. So a cursed item that the curse can be placed for a specific person, but then when anyone comes into contact with that item for in the future, it's still acting as an evil kind of portal. And so anyone that comes into contact or takes possession of the item will have that evil influence that goes along with it. So not only are we looking at imprinted energy, but the energy that remains attached to the original initiator. So, okay, let's go into what that means. And please feel free to ask questions. Hey to Joy Hall, my Monday night buddy over here on Instagram. Okay, so the initial instigator or initiator is the energy that is imprinted on the item. And we're going to talk about what items uh, are the most easily possessed. Okay. But the original initiator is someone who has a lot of energy that goes past the body. So it would be somebody who is evilly charismatic, right? <clears throat> or a person who generates poltergeist um, psychokinetic energy. Psychokinetic energy that goes past the body is very easily imprinted upon an item. Hey, to my other beautiful neighbor, Miss Amber Benteen on Facebook. Happy Monday to you. So, um, their energy is very palpable. It goes past the body. It's easily imprinted on an item or can be attached to an item. So let me give you an example of that. Let's say that we have a serial killer and the serial killer loves to poison his victims. Okay. So the serial killer and this, let's say the setting is 1800, 1900. And the serial killer uses a certain green glass bottle to hold that holds the poison that they add to the um, cocktail or the drink of choice for their victims. Now, the very act of what they're doing, like adding the poison to this bottle and then using the bottle to add to whatever that they intend to poison their victim with, the energy there of anticipation and the evil act and everything is so heightened that that bottle is going to be imprinted with that serial killer's energy. Okay. And so it's going to act as a portal for the future because of that imprinted energy and the attachment that that person or serial killer has to it. It's also um, going to hold the energy of the victims and the 
the release of anguish and pain that is released in the room where the bottle and the poisoning is. So <laughs> there's a lot of, there's a lot of energy going on here. Um, so possessed, let's look, go over, you know, what is the definition of possessed exactly? Hey to Max over here on Instagram. Good to see you. So possessed means influenced or controlled by something such as an evil spirit, passion, or an idea like you're mad or crazed, urgently desirous to do or have something. They're possessed with the idea of what they have to have and they can be influenced or controlled by something that's very evil. And I'm sorry, I forgot to, I forgot to put my background music in there. There we go. <laughs> okay. We have background music. Um, so the key words here are excessive emotional energies. That's what imprints or creates this possession of the item. Now, items in close proximity can become imprinted with a person's excessive evil energy. Like the example of the serial killer. Okay. Now, the energy that is possessing the item or imprinted on the item, it attaches that item to the initiator, which is this evil charismatic type of entity. So what we're doing is they're actually creating a portal. Now a portal classically means an approach or an entrance to a bridge or tunnel. It's a communicating part or area of an organism. So it's an entryway, it's a gateway. And what it does is when an evil entity attaches to an item, the item becomes a gateway for them to use to enter our dimension and do what they are best at. Evil entities have only one objective and that is to utterly and totally destroy, destroy everything. Hey to Rob, good to see you. I hope you're having fun in San Francisco. And uh, if you wouldn't mind, Rob, maybe drop a link to where you're at and what you're doing so that people can hop on and follow you there and see what, what you've been into, what you've been doing as far as, I know there's a big show and expo there and I've seen some um, pictures and stuff from that and I'm really excited about that and I hope you're having a good time. And if you would just uh, drop a link there in the comments for everybody. So evil entities only have one objective and that is to utterly and totally destroy. Now here's the problem with that. You can't bargain with that and you can't reason with it, which a lot of that's a lot of people. That's like the first thing that they mention or they try to say to me is, uh, that they might try to reason with it or bargain with it. It doesn't care. It just wants to destroy period the end. Okay. So you cannot reason with that and you cannot bargain with that.
Hey to Dana, like and Selena, good to see you. Um, so that's a problem because you know there's nothing that can be done about this entity's objective to destroy. That's it. And so the item is acting as a gateway or tunnel of uh, transporting their energy into our realm. Thank you, Rob. I appreciate that. So this can be really, really bad. Uh, because what it does is it allows a connection and it allows this evil entity to set up an area for infestation. So you often wonder how do areas or people become possessed like a home can be become possessed as easily as a person becomes possessed simply by the transport and keeping of in that proximity a possessed item and it can be very small it you know it can be so small that people overlook it or they never find it and so um once an item is brought into this new area then you're going to start to notice the following okay number one peculiar odors of either rotting flesh or rotting meat or maybe a sulfuric or, or a sulfur type of smell with no ideological factor now you do need to look around and see do you have a dead squirrel in the wall or did something crawl under your house and die down there that you you don't need to assume right off the bat you have a possessed item go and investigate and look and make sure but if it like if it happens randomly <laughs> yes christy it is like if this is like a traveling random type of thing that happens uh without etiology or without any rhyme or reason you might have a problem okay um the uh, number two is objects moving near the object that is possessed so if you start to move or start to notice that things are moving in a certain area like maybe all the pictures in a certain area get laid down or maybe those pictures get moved or maybe maybe the items on top of your dresser or stuff gets moved or maybe your keys get moved um look around and see if there's something new in that area that could be causing this activity to happen okay number three is light anomalies near the object if you start to notice that at night when you go to bed and you, let's say you put a um a rock from a graveyard on your um dresser and maybe some pictures on your dresser have moved but you go to bed and you start noticing that there's some orbs or maybe some circular lights that are happening in or around that object that is not good we need to um, be aware of these things number four apparitions happening near the object in question so if you start seeing you know apparitions maybe at the end of the hallway or next to the dresser like we were talking about and they feel very negative and maybe they have a negative appearance then we need to look at the items on the dresser or in the hallway is there anything new is there something that was brought in so we need to be aware of that 
And number five is alteration of the behavior of the inhabitants inside the space. Let's say after you bring this rock home from the um, graveyard, everybody starts getting on edge and they're at each other's throats and they're arguing and it's like their personalities have changed and you're just like, what the heck is going on? You really need to look at things that you brought home. Maybe, you know, check items from, you know, antique stores, state sales, again, just like a haunted item, you know, yard sales, graveyards. Um, maybe somebody gave you something. So, you know, really be aware of what the climate is inside your home. Uh, I'm checking for questions. I think we're good. If any of you guys have any questions, please feel free to drop it in the comments. And I'm trying to watch those on the side of the screen over here to make sure I don't miss anything. Okay. It looks all right. All right. Now let's go to what items are easily possessed. Now removal of the item and a house cleansing is the only way to rectify this situation. And does it rectify every situation? No, it doesn't. I would say probably 80% of the cases that I've dealt with, a cleansing and removal of the item will work. And then there, for whatever reason, there's another 10% that doesn't. And it could be that maybe once an entity has access to your space using that particular portal, um, they might, I can see that they might attach to a different item in your home and use that as an anchor to prevent them from having to leave. Now we're going to talk about what items are easily possessed because if an entity uses an item to come through, uh, uses an item as a portal to come through and then they attach to another item in your home. What items do you need to be specifically aware about so that you know that their potentials for attachment and they could have to be removed for the future? Okay, here we go. Items that are easily possessed. Bottles. Now, I, I want you to really think about what I'm saying because I want to kind of see if you catch what all these things have in common. Hey to the Bourbon Bombshell and Joni over here on Instagram. Good to see you guys. So bottles, dolls, spears, glassware, windows, mirrors, metal objects, figurines, and objects inside of a metal pipe. Didn't think of that one, did you? What do all these things have in common? Let's see if anybody gets that in the comments section. Okay, I'm gonna go over the list one more time to let the chat catch up. Bottles, dolls, spears, glassware windows 
mirrors, metal objects, figurines, and objects inside of a metal pipe. That's one of the things, characteristics, Christy, can be reflective. Yes. Um, they're either reflective or transmitted type of subject uh, substances. Like, for example, metal objects, mirrors, and windows can transmit energy. Bottles, dolls, spheres, and figurines are all hollow and can allow an entity to dwell inside of it. Okay, so <clears throat> some of them have transmittable type of attributes and some of these have inhabitable type of attributes. In other words, the entity can dwell inside of object like a doll a sphere a bottle or a figurine or the pipe so Sandra says oh my my favorite collections <laughs> me too Sandra me too I have a ton of these things uh, one of my favorite pastimes I have to say is uh, collecting these little and they are haunted I have a bunch of little figurine dolls that produce activity. Thank God none of them are possessed, but they do produce activity. They do have extra energy. They do move around. They do talk. Um, I never can figure out what they're saying. It's always really garbled. Like I have these little clown figurines that are about that tall. And occasionally I will find one kind of laid forward out on the ledge of where it's sitting. And so it would have to be lifted up and placed there. And then both David and I have heard talking coming from the little figurines because there's like four or five of them, but only one of them I've noticed has activity. And so the talking is always, it sounds far away. You can't tell what they're saying. It sounds like that. And so you're like, and David has heard that too. So you know, the, those little clowns are really kind of benign. They don't do much. They don't cause a lot of bad stuff. But what we're talking about tonight is items that are attached to an evil entity. And the evil entity actually uses the items as a portal to come through and cause an infestation in the area that the item is placed. So if you have something like this and you've brought something new into the area and you start noticing all those five things that we talked about a while ago um you'll want to really evaluate the items that you've brought into your home hey to ben cody over here on instagram what can what can you do about this <laughs> i remember you know trying to eradicate these doesn't always work Remember, 80% of the time, a house cleansing and removing the item is, is going to be able to work. But if the entity is attached to something else in your home, this may not work. And so what can be done with these items or what can be done with your situation? First is to rest 
to destroy the item, but don't ever burn it. Do not burn the item. Destroy it. You can, you know, take a hammer and crack it up or cut it up, but don't burn it. Burning, what that does is it transmutes it. It transmutes the energy of the item and it allows it to escape. So you're, you're sort of like releasing it everywhere. So don't, whatever you do, don't burn it, okay? Bash it to pieces in a bag. Don't let the pieces scatter all over your house. Make sure it's contained when you cut it up or you, you know, take a hammer and bash it up. Make sure it is in a well-sealed bag, okay? But you're gonna destroy the item not by burning, but just destroy it. Make sure all the shards are, are contained. Then you're going to bury it in a remote location and pour consecrated salt in on top of it. Okay. The salt needs to be consecrated with a protective psalm or some type of protective prayer of your own derivation. Now, some of the protective psalms that I have to tell you for tonight these are some one of the i'd say these are the most protective ones that i often use the the number one protective psalm is psalm 91 okay psalm 91 is the one i would use for these other psalms that you can use are psalm 23 psalm 46 1 through 3 and psalm 139 so after you destroy the item, you're going to bury it or the consecrated saw over it, cover it up. Don't go back to that area. Then you're going to go back to your home and do the house cleansing. If during the house cleansing, there's some negative activity, there's another item in there that you have to find and get rid of because if you still have activity during the time that you're doing your house cleansing, it is attached to something else. It used that first item as a portal. It came through and it attached to something else. Now, when you go through and you do your house cleansing and everything is copacetic and everything goes well, you're good to go. Okay. Normally you're good to go. <laughs> But if there's any kind of activity, there is another item there that you need to find. Now, one of the ways that you could find this other item is by using dowsing or using dowsing rods. Dowsing rods are a great way to find items like this because I have had situations where we have a possessed item, which was a ring that fell down into a metal drainage pipe and it was causing all kinds of problems and once we located that ring in the metal pipe and were able to take care of it then all of the activity and all the destructive stuff that was going on was over so so it can get pretty complicated but um just be really aware of the things that you're bringing into your house I try to be aware of these things and I try to, you know, evaluate the items. A lot of the items I know are haunted um, and they are in my home and stuff does happen, but 
you know, I love these items so much and I feel like the energy on them is really positive and there's really nothing malevolent that ever happens. Maybe there's a little talking, maybe they move some, you know, maybe they'll flip something over every now and then, but it really doesn't amount to a whole lot of activity. But if I'm really getting a bad feeling about something or maybe uh, I've got a hold of something that has a lot of energy on it, I will douse over it to see whether or not I should take that item home. And uh, sometimes I will be told, no, leave that where it needs to be. Leave that where it is. And listen, I listen to what I'm told. So, so far, knock on wood. I haven't had anything bad come in. I hope you guys have enjoyed tonight's show. I urge you guys, if you're interested, to join my Patreon page. Um, the daily forecast has moved to the Patreon page. And I've got a lot of online teaching on there for the higher tiers and special live streams that are going to start mid-month um, for the, high, the tier number threes. So Angela says, I always keep my feelers out when I'm shopping for clothes at secondhand stores. Yes, that is a big one. <laughs> that is a big one. Me too, Angela, me too. But, you know, most of the time, uh, there's really nothing that is on those items. Um, and then, too, you can always cleanse your items after you get home. Like maybe put a little essential oil of rosemary or peppermint in your wash water. And, and, you know, you don't want to get the oil directly on the clothing because it could stain it. But that will really clear away a lot of negative energy that uh, could be on items. Maybe just a little spritz of rosemary in your water. <laughs> okay. I will see you guys next week. You guys have a fabulous, fabulous week. I'll see you next Monday. And I will see you Friday for Fun Friday. Consider joining Patreon. I don't have the link up yet for you guys uh, on the show, but um, I'll we'll get it next week. There's plenty of time, but there's a lot of good stuff on the Patreon page happening, including snapshot readings. So one of the things I'm doing for the Patreons is I'm psychically kind of tuning, trying to tune into a few of you guys. And um, doing like a snapshot reading for you that is supposed to really help you with your direction. So it's another reason to consider joining. Okay, we'll see you later. You guys have a fabulous week. Kisses from Kentucky and I'll see you next Monday. Bye guys.